This is Rob Sepich, and welcome to Relaxing with Rob. When I was a first-semester college student, I took a psychology class, and the professor told us that there is a two-word answer that is always correct in any psychological question. It depends. I tried that on a short essay exam in his class, and I got zero points for it because apparently I was supposed to also elaborate on what it depends upon. So I'd like to talk about the fight-or-flight response in stress and let you know that it's not that simple. It kind of depends on who you are, how you're wired, what your hormonal levels are of things like adrenaline and oxytocin, because we don't always respond to stress the same. I just learned it as the fight-or-flight response, and to find that it's a little bit more nuanced, it's also fight-or-flight or freeze. When some kind of a stressor pops up, a pop quiz, a um, missed bus, an angry text from a friend, we often react with a surge of stress hormones that makes us want to either fight back or run away or just kind of freeze in our tracks. And that is fairly hardwired for most of us, and it's helped us survive and evolve as a species. So in and of itself, there's there's nothing wrong with that. It's just that that response happens about 40 to 50 times a day for the average American. And we might really need it two or three times in our life in a true life-threatening situation. But, of course, the problem is our bodies can't distinguish real from vividly imagined situations. So we can make ourselves pretty nervous in situations that don't really call for that. Well, it depends. Shelley Taylor and her colleagues at UCLA noticed that women and men respond differently when there would be a problem in their lab. Men would tend to go off in their own corners. Women would tend to support each other and solve the problems collectively. She started digging around in the research and recognized that after about five to six decades of research on the fight-or-flight response, about 90% of the subjects were men. Sure enough, men and women respond to stress differently. Women, in general, tend to those who need extra support and befriend others, get support for themselves and bond together. And it has something to do with the oxytocin that they produce. What I've learned from that is regardless of your gender identity, you don't have to fight or flee, even if that's your initial triggered response. You can notice it and then perhaps uh, turn to others for a little bit of support. That research might sound kind of cold and clinical, but it had a very personal, helpful effect on me, combined with a comment from a friend of mine, a student at Zumba. And here's the backstory. I had been on active surveillance for prostate cancer for a couple of years because my tumor is very slow-growing, and uh, we were just monitoring it. And I was doing really fine. I didn't even really think that much about cancer. I called uh, it a 
bump in the road and made that my email folder for all research on, on that type of cancer. This student had graduated and was doing volunteer work abroad when my tumor became more aggressive and I was needing to have surgery for it. I told, of course, my family and close friends, but I was writing to her and said, you know, I don't really want to tell other people uh, on campus because I don't want to burden them. That's part of how I'm wired. I really like to help support others, but I'm pretty uncomfortable getting support. And she wrote back and just simply said, you would be surprised how many people would like to support you if you gave them the chance. Well, I decided to risk it, and I told a few more people, and she was right. I could not believe how supported I felt. And as the surgery date got closer, the web of support and concern was so strong, I was so much less anxious about it than I was before. She came back here to do graduate work, and so we're still friends, and I've been able to tell her in person how grateful I was for that comment because I don't typically fight stress. I'm more of a (laughs) freeze or flee kind of person. But tending and befriending others was so helpful for me, and it might be for you as well. Regardless of who you are, how you're wired, what you're facing, Even if your knee-jerk response to a problem is to fight it or to flee from it or to freeze in your tracks, an experiment to try is tend to somebody who might need even more support or befriend. Get support for yourself, whether with a friend, a professional. Just don't feel like you have to fight it out on your own because you don't. And you might be also surprised how many people want to support you if you give them the chance. Well, that's all for now. I'd like to thank you for listening. We'll talk again soon.